Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Revealed. Such other brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky. That's weekly. That's geekly. And it is the last full day, pretty much, of Black History Month. It's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my chronologically understanding co-host. Would you like to tell the people who it is that you are? Hey y'all, it's me, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowqueer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I am chronologically, uh, experienced, what did you say? Because uh, I know that time is a flat circle, and yes. it's always going to come back around again. Cool, cool. Hey, well, we're here. Hey, it's, uh, it's just us today. But uh, yeah. The homie couldn't make it, uh, just because, you know, life does what it does. So we're going to scheduling's tricky sometimes. It's hard when you're three people older than the age that we are older than. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, well, we're here. We're doing an episode, living life. I've got some tea to calm my stomach down. Speaking of being old, Uh, yeah. Cheers to that. Steph, how are you? uh, How you doing today? I'm doing pretty all right. You know, I've I'm a, I've got a week back at work under my belt. Uh, it's supposed to snow tomorrow, and I don't have to drive anywhere ever. So I don't. I like it when it snows. It doesn't cause me any harm. I just get to make some hot chalky and sit in my apartment and do my job. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm just uh just just hanging out, just chilling. How about you? You know, I'm living. Uh, got a dentist appointment coming up. Which is uh, not something I'm ever too worried about. I I don't mind the dentist as much. Uh, I really like my dentist. Um, It's like a family-owned thing. She's really nice. Uh, And I think I have pretty okay teeth. You know, back when I was in high school, I'd always ask people what my uh, best feature was. You know, expecting them to say eyes or something. Like, man, your teeth are just gorgeous. That didn't happen. That's a lie. That's a gross... I was going to say, God, that's a gross thing. Gross way to say that. You could say, like, oh, you have a great smile. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, we well, th- good teeth. You'd be right, except you got to remember our generation grew up on Fairly Odd Parents, and we all saw that Chip Skylark episode. So, uh, post that, we lived in a whole different world, you know. <laughs> but True. no, that didn't happen. I was just talking trash. Um, but my desk appointments either are, yep, you have a fine cleaning, nothing out of the ordinary, or hey, we're gonna have to just take the whole tooth out and do a crown. The whole tooth, yeah, nothing <laughs> in between. <laughs> Which you know. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, things are going uh, pretty well, pretty well. So let's uh, just jump into it. You know, uh, let's let's see what kind of uh, episode we could put out. So let's start with our good old food crimes. I heard you. Uh, yeah, I mean, got a food hopefully crime. it's a good episode. I mean, here's the food crime. The food crime that I did is a crime to myself, and it's a it's a shopping food crime, and it's the kind of shopping food crime that you commit when you have partaken of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> And then you do a grocery order, and you look at all of the chips, and they all just sound so nice. So you order a bag, a family-sized bag of pretzel sticks, of Takis, of sour cream and cheddar ruffles, of barbecue chips, and of spicy nacho Doritos, all in one grocery order. And that's just the purchasing crime. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's typical. That's, that's a regular day for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I but just the, really the like chips. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I do. I really, I do really like chips. But usually, I stick myself to like one or two bags at a time and finish one bag before you buy the next bag. You know that kind of like uh, don't let your eyes get too big for your stomach. Sure, sure. Kind of guy. Um, the food crime inherent in this is that 
I have a very difficult time leaving a bag of Takis alone. Oh, yeah? When there is a bag of Takis in my house, I will eat the Takis until the Takis are gone, like a like a cat that it has grown too used to having food in its bowl. Uh, and I ate the whole fi- fiesta-sized, familia-sized bag of Takis by myself this week. <laughs> that is not why I was sick yesterday, but it is why I was sick on another day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes it just uh, bounces back and gets you. Sometimes those ch- those spicy little chili lime twists are just not what your uh, your irritable bowel needs. Yeah, but I, um, they taste so good. They I, make your mouth taste so good. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's not really it a hurts. hot take. <laughs> it's a spicy take. I think I would. Uh, I think I would have guessed that. Well, yeah. Well, I, good for the your your taste buds, right? Or yeah, the I, the, part my of them? taste buds had a good time. The rest of me. Not so much, but, you know, you do what you gotta do to have a good time. YOLO, etc. Sure, 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 And that's my food crime. Well, good, good. Do Uh, you have any such, uh, crimes against nature and God? Uh, I don't, uh, actually, I don't think I do quite this time. Um, Any good beers or anything? Actually, no, I've just been, um, no new, no good new beers, but I have been, uh, Redipping back into the uh, chocolate peanut butter from Southern Tier, um, and then just having the staple Yingling around. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, I had some of those Dunkin' coffees. Uh, so Dunkin' coffee Ooh. beers in a can, and they are—I uh, don't know if the ones I got are just old, but they are. You drink them, and you're like, "Yep, Bow? that's definitely beer." No, it just is. They don't. They just taste like beer with like a bit of oh. coffee extract flavor in them. And uh-huh, like, it's man, not it's, like a it's disappointing. hard coffee like the Pabst. No, yeah, it's it's uh, just coffee flavored beer, and uh, which I mm. like, but this one is just not as uh, not like as not as intentional. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's 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 like okay, well, if I had this, I wouldn't be pissed off about it. But it's like eh, I don't know if I need to buy this really anymore, you know. So it's that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But overall, not bad. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Nice, nice. Oh, um, some coffee, actually. I, uh, my partner got me some oh. coffee for uh, Valentine's Day uh, because she nice. knows me. Nice, for grinding coffee, Co. It was, it was not. Um, it was just trying to just do some other things. I feel like that's... Uh, that's uh, all right. Feels, feels that's cheating. all right. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. That's, they're our sponsor. Catch I just, later. you know, I had, to, I had to get the plug in. You gotta get the plug in. Um, but no, I made some cold brew. So it was just kind of, you know, make it overnight, let it sit in the thing. Um Nice, just, nice, you know, nice, nice, nice. Different brands, just trying some different things. Had some Timmy Hortz. Had some, uh, I, w- I don't want to say generic. Like it wasn't a generic brand, but it's a brand that I don't really like know. A, um, it, it's just nice like to... Like a store brandy kind of guy? No, like, or... just, just a brand that I didn't know. Um, yeah, it wasn't like Aldi or Giant Eagle brand coffee or anything, but it's, uh, it's, it's nice ah, to try gotcha. different things. And I always remind you, you know, come back to, um, to who you know, uh, you know, with our with our sponsor, Grind Coffee Company, Exit Coffee Company, um, they have grounds, which is very nice, and they have uh, what do you call it, like beans. Egg I don't have cups a and beans. Yeah, I don't have a bean grinder, so I have to like unless I buy things already in that that specific coarse ground, I got to uh, mm-hmm. go get them ground somewhere. Uh, That's a pain in the ass. I did, I did learn that if you're in a real pinch, you can um, food processor them. 
Oh, yeah, like, we do have a food processor. Like, if you have a food processor, well, you can blitz can... them in the food processor. Oh, we also have a uh, But it takes, a, it takes quite a few blitzes to uh, to get them coffee enough. But Well, I've been thinking I kind of want to buy a, a coffee grinder. If nothing else, just to get coffee from our uh, lovely team. Uh, because it's really good stuff, and I want to be able to just grind it at home. Yeah. I was, like, I just, like, I never was a coffee person as a youth, and now it's post-COVID, and, like, I don't know how to go... Whether I can just, like, take my co- my random bag of coffee to a location, secondary location, tertiary location, be like, hey, here's this random bag of stuff. Can you make it into smaller stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, so a place that I've gone to, it's nearby. Um, local shops seem to be able to do that. If they have, like, the blender, they're able to do it for mm-hmm. you. Because I need a, I have a French press. I don't have a, uh, like, I don't have, like, a regular coffee maker, which I would just... Uh-huh. Like on my grounds, um. So you need like a coarse ground, and if you go to some places, be like, oh yeah, we'll we'll do that for you. And you're like, these came from a supermarket. Do you mind? Like, nope, that's we'll do it for you. You know, sometimes they'll charge you, but if you know the guy, they'll nice. hook you up. Because it used to be that people would bring them into the Starbucks uh, cafe, the Barnes and Noble cafe by Starbucks uh, at the Barnes and Noble I used to work at, and we would grind them up for them. But I don't know if that was just a like friends of the friends of the Barnes and Noble <laughs> perk or whether that was something that regular people were doing because I never worked in the cafe. Yeah, interesting. Um I don't know. I'll have to I'll have so, to learn. You know. <laughs> it's uh, an adulting task that I have not yet uh mastered, but you know, I'm on my way. Yep. Gotta do the thing. Cool. So uh we also have nerdy news popping up. Some geeky yep. pop culture stuff. And uh, I don't know where to start with. We have a few things. Um, let's, I guess, kind of go reverse chronological, right? Because uh, I, okay. I want to end. Do you want me to tell you about my, my sufferings? Your sufferings? Um, I'm going to throw something in that I forgot to throw in. Um, okay. And Because it's real small. Um, but uh, Overwatch right League is coming back in a few months probably. And they are doing New Jerseys for all the teams. And I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say they were doing a New Jersey team. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I, I Not that I know of. <laughs> but, uh, no, they, they're doing new branded uh, jerseys for each team. At least most of the teams that I can tell. Uh, I just sent you the one for New York because you're from there. Sorry to dox you. Ooh. But all of them have, like, these kind of funky designs on it's them. It's very, like, kind of like a, like a fantasy map almost. Oh, uh, like. yeah, kind of. Uh, it's like a graffiti kind but of thing, But also, like, too. kind of graffiti art? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the monochrome kind of looks like a fantasy app. Yeah, and I, I like that. Some of the other teams uh, did not pull off as cool of a look, in my opinion. I'm not specifically mm-hmm. a New York fan, but I can say some of these... Excelsior always has good fits. Yeah, they do. Uh, but, for instance, I'll, I'll send you the one for Vegas Eternal. And it's odd, because they used to be the Paris Eternal... So the Roosters made sense when it was a Paris team. Now it's a Vegas team. Oh yeah, team. I was gonna like, say the Vegas. Is, I see the. I was like, "What's wrong with it?" I see this the the card suits. Yeah, the card stuff like, is ah. nice. The Paisley kind of thing is nice, but like the the bird, you're like, well, your history, but why? Uh, why there's a chicken on here, sir? Yeah. So some teams hit the mark. Some other teams did not. Some are kind of bland in that way of, hey, you know what? It's a look. You know, not good, not bad. And then I'll send you one last one and. Le- Listeners, you can listen to this too. Uh, the Florida Mayhem has a nice one. It's just oh yeah, that's fresh. There's like some uh, was it Miami Vice kind of pink and blue and that kind of stuff, and 
I know a lot of people like the Florida Mayhem's color schemes because they are, uh, when it's not on the neon black, it's on like a, like a white jersey and it gives it the trans pride colors and people like that. So we do like that. Turns out that people, uh, like trans rights. You know, you know what they say about, uh, trans people, they, they be there. (laughs) They (laughs) do exist and should be allowed to continue to do so. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess that's a hot take. I don't think it should be, but I've said way spicier stuff on this show that could actually be disagreed with, but that's not one of them. So that's uh, that's my political take for now. I'm sure we'll get other ones throughout the uh, throughout the rest of this episode. But yeah, tell me about your struggles, which I don't think were like real world, definitely political struggles, but more of just uh, annoyances, right? Yeah, just okay. annoyances. Just uh, just you know, Neantic trying to give me carpal tunnel. Uh, but, so this weekend was the, uh, was, like, a Hoenn day, uh, in Pokemon Go, um, and one of the benefits of Hoenn day, besides some extremely batshit raids that were, like, 90k XP, primal Groudon, like, extremely too, too, too OP, unnecessary, uh, but, um... One of the perks of the event was that uh, 10k eggs for the that were like acquired during the event had the chance to hatch any of uh, three region locked Pokemon that have historically never been in the U.S. Like some like a lot of the other region locked Pokemon, there will occasionally be like an event or something where you can catch one. Um, like Mr. Mime is famously a region locked Pokemon. Uh, but, like, nevertheless, I really wanted to get Torkoal and Tropius, the only two Pokemon that were still missing from my Hoenn Pokedex. But one of the things about eggs in Pokemon Go, so you, the mechanism that you have to walk to hatch the eggs. Um, you can't delete the eggs that you have. Like, if you're like, oh, I got a measly 2k egg, like, less rare Pokemon hatch out of the eggs that are easier to walk, like, walk out. But so, like, you can't get rid of them. You just have to, you just have to hatch them. And I'm not going to walk 20 fucking kilometers in a weekend when it's 40 degrees and windy outside. But, uh, there yeah, is that's a only, trick. That's only 12 miles. That's nothing. That's, that's it. That's one day in New York. If it was nice out, I would walk the whole fucking, <laughs> uh, length of New York. But it was yucky. Gotcha. So, there. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, so, but one of my Pokemon Go friends told me that if, um, so his, one of the, uh, to backtrack quickly, one of the, um, things that you can do in Pokemon Go is turn on an adventure sync. And, um, that means that when you have Pokemon Go closed, your phone will keep, will still keep like a vague track of like the distance you've walked so that you can still apply the that distance to those eggs when you open the app again but it doesn't gps track you it tracks you by the motion of your phone moving like those old pikachu tamagotchis (laughs) yeah so like what you have to do is make your phone move like it was in your butt pocket but (laughs) i discovered that the reason that it never worked for me is because for some people you have to put it in something like that, something fabric 
while you're doing that to really get the phone confused, uh, really mix it up. And so I spent the entire weekend bouncing a sock everywhere I went. Literally, like, not everywhere I went, but, like, on the hour-long subway ride to my D&D party. Like, during the D&D party, on the way home, while we were watching TV. And then I finally got the eggs. I got three of the 10k special eggs. And two of them hatched Pokemon. The one, two of them hatched one of the Pokemon I needed, the Torkoal. And the other one hatched one that I already had. So I'm a little upset about the Tropius. Means I still need one more Pokemon to compete complete this ancient fucking Pokedex. But that I do know now people in the US who have more multiples who could trade with me if I ever meet them in real life. So that's at least something. <laughs> but uh I took a lot from yeah, that story. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh twists and turns, I think. Uh I got taken but, out with um with butt pocket because I forgot about pant sizes. And uh, I normally keep oh, yeah, my, girl. my um, phone in my front pocket unless I'm, like, doing some specific action where I have to put it in my back pocket. No, yeah, girls and APEB people only have back pockets sometimes. Yeah. I have, I have several pairs of I have several pairs of pants where the front pockets are, are simply, they didn't even say, we're, oh, we're not going to give you front pockets. They said, here are some fake front pockets. Oh, uh, just, just buy. To really just, piss you off. Just buy AMAB pants. Simple, GG easy. I'm gonna. Do Do they fit? That's Who the cares? It's all about forward. pockets. <laughs> it's about the pockets. You know, I've um. There was a. There was a whole thing about the. Uh, I remember back in when I was in high school and early college, people would say, "Oh, I'm um." They're like, "Oh, guys are wearing girls' pants," um, because there was only two genders oh, yeah, pants back in the be... day. <laughs> Remember when metrosexual meant a white person who bathes? Uh, you know, I'm going to give like them credit white, and say guy. that it was grooming, too. Um, oh, I mean, you had to it, brush your hair, yeah, too. It was more than just getting washed up, because that was that was bare minimum. No, you had to use, like, product in your hair and wear tight jeans and, you know, you know, make your partner feel like they didn't marry a slob, you know. <laughs> you know, it's basic wild things. Concept. Wild things. Um... But now I remember all the skaters I knew were like, oh, these just fit better for like trying to do a kickflip. Like men's pants are too baggy, so you need pants that actually like fit your body. And that was before uh-huh, the whole that skinny actually jeans fit boom. To your body. Yeah. They uh, were like, oh man, I can't do any sick flips with this with these trip pants on. Exactly. All I'm gonna do is literally trip. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's why they called them trip pants. Got them. Got them. No, this. Got em. It's it depresses me so much when I'm like out in public. Um, I'm somewhere uh, with my fiance, and we're like going to go too. get food. <laughs> that too, and we just see like a couple, and it's a it's a hetero couple. I don't I can't speak about the people in the couple, but it's a man and a woman, and the woman is like dressed to the nines. You know, she did her hair, has some makeup on. You know, wearing either a dress, some kind of nice shoes, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna wear jeans and like a t-shirt." You know, you know, I'm I'm gonna spoil my girl. I'm gonna put on like a long sleeve shirt. You know. And like, man, you're in a nice restaurant, and the lady you're with is dressed so nice, and you couldn't put any effort in, and they're like, effort? That's for girls. Effort, I did. Uh, no, I did. I wore a different shirt. It makes me so sad. <laughs> My sister's literal wedding, a friend of the family, her partner, he came wearing literally what looked like a circuit city, an ill-fitting Circuit City uniform, like a 
lar- a, a too big red polo and khaki pants that were like hanging like they were so weirdly shaped like they were too wide like he had gotten too wide but too short and he was wearing like a brown braided belt and i was like literally man that's literally ladies if your man if your man's wearing a red circuit city shirt and baggy khaki sweatpants that ain't your man that's jake from state farm (laughs) jake from state farm like literally my man like your partner turned out like so pretty and you are here being Western Pennsylvania trash. It, it did. It reminds me. I saw a tweet going around um, where Ed Sheeran and Beyonce were singing "Perfect," and uh, Beyonce came out looking like Beyonce, and Ed Sheeran came out well looking like how Ed Sheeran does at his concerts. And someone was like, "Man, this really just shows that men just get to look like anything, huh?" And I'm like, in in Ed Sheeran's defense, if someone said, "Hey, you're going to be performing next to Beyonce," I wouldn't try either, because at your best, no one's looking at you. Like, no one, no one's there to yeah. see you. Like, <laughs> and, and if it was an Ed Sheeran concert, I'm like, sure man, they were there I, to see him. This is backing vocals. Yeah, like. and then Beyonce shows up. I'm like, yeah, I could, I, I could literally explode to a puff of sp- smoke, and no one's going to know that because Beyonce's right there. Like, yeah, I, I'm going to give him that one. I, I wouldn't try that hard either. Now, if I was going to meet Beyonce, it's a different story. But if we're just working oh, yeah, together, absolutely. I'm just, we're I'm just still like what I do every day. In the office, me and, me and B. <laughs> okay, what else? Um, so you did you, you Pokemon Go. Um, well, hey. Poke the Go. Uh, it was also Pokemon Day today. Uh, I don't know if you all knew oh, about this. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah, so I think Pokemon Day is just a day. Uh, I guess this is when the original Red and Green debuted in Japan uh, 27 years ago today on the 27th. That's cute. Uh, So they did some announcements, and I'm not really... I don't know how to put this. Like, I appreciate Pokemon, but I'm not in the fan base, really. Uh Like, I want to do a Pokemon cosplay, but I've played a few of the games, but I'm not, like, waiting on bated breath for, like, every new Pokemon game. You know, I want to see the starters and see all this stuff but i didn't play pokemon scarlet and violet i didn't play sword and shield um but i guess i did play unite played arceus i played a little bit of cafe mix when it came out so i can't sit here and say i'm not a fan right uh but yeah right they announced a, a bunch of stuff today in a whole um a little presentation pokemon go plus plus yes plus plus so do you know about what this plus plus is um it's like a it's like an Apple Watch for Pokemon Go or something. Okay. Just, like, from my understanding, it's like you have this and you get a special little, uh, whatchamacall, you get a special little, um, Snorlax, like an exclusive Snorlax with a sleeping cap on. That's cute. <laughs> which is cute. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's just straight up as a But that's it. Little it Pokeball seems like badge, that's the huh? only... Yeah, it's like, I guess you can use it to make various aspects of playing Pokemon Go more streamlined and uh, ARG-ish, like, to get really get the AR out of your ARG, but, uh... Cool. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, it also works with Pokemon Sleep to do stuff, too. I guess it's, What uh... is Pokemon Sleep? Yeah, so, um... Tell me, tell me, so, tell me some lore. Uh, so it aims to offer a fun and enriching experience to trainers by having a player's time spent sleeping and the time they wake up affect gameplay. 
Uh, it's going to launch in summer 2023, and I didn't watch the presentation. I'm just looking at what the Nintendo website says, and it's not giving me a whole lot of information. Uh, I'm going to have to like look into some articles. Um, but yeah, literally, I mean, the only thing I got, uh, only way I know any of this Pogo news is because it there was like a literal push notification in my <laughs> app while I was playing. Yeah, let's uh, you know, to to help. To help our, you know, our, our, our loyal listeners, uh, I'm going to go to another website and check this out. But, uh, okay, so so what this is, it's like a mobile game that rewards you for getting a good night's sleep, according to Polygon. It measures, records, okay. and analyzes your sleep. Uh, Pokemon who okay, tend to sleep in the same way that you do will show up in your game. The game thereby encourages you to research sleep styles of various Pokemon. <laughs> This is this. They literally made this for our generation. They were like, "Fucking these millennials need some sort of gamification of sleep if they are going to ever get the rest they need." I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know what nefarious data harvesting can be done by figuring out when you sleep, because I'm sure they could figure that out already. But it seems like this is just we're just going to gamify sleep so we just get more of your mind space. Uh. Yeah, like, they're like, hey, we wanted to move into your head rent-free. Can you play this game right before bed so that it's all you're always thinking about it? It seems like you have to just turn it on and then just do what you Isn't normally do. is a Black Mirror premise, the advertising in Dreams? Like... Um, let's see. Probably, but I know uh, 50 million credits. Uh, there's advertising just in your space, like in your... Like little yeah, dorm. I'm thinking maybe of the one where they escape over the big wall, but they're like they're in the date, like a couple or something. I don't remember. I've. I mean, it's I not. It's, I didn't pay a lot of attention to much of Black Mirror. No, but they've done it in Futurama too. Like Fry has seen dreams, uh, commercials in his sleep before that were like sent to him. They don't do much with the premise, but yeah. it's just more of a this happens in the future. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got, okay, so we got, uh, the Pokemon World Championships. Uh, that's cool. Uh, the Pokemon train card game, they're bringing out classic cards. It's gonna re- they're gonna re-release oh, the original, uh, train card game. The original lineup, at least, in a, des- uh, in a deluxe package. Uh, which is interesting, because this is purely a collector's item, because those cards are bad now because of Power Creep. I'm gonna say, because of Power Creep and, like, just, like, general change in the game uh yeah pretty much strategies yeah that said i think if you just have this box of all the original cards you theoretically could just like play a game with that and it would be balanced but someone's gonna want to throw something new in there right uh the netflix netflix has a thing coming out called pokemon concierge uh stop motion seems like it's just gonna be uh following a pokemon resort and the concierge that works there and the many pokemon they visit as guests cute that's cute uh, legendary Will po- they cancel it after two seasons, or uh, probably not. I would say because this is like a huge property, and I think they'll just let it cook because it's Pokemon, and that could bring people to the service. Uh, so y- three seasons. So at least three seasons yeah. is what you're saying. But it's... maybe the second se- or the third season will be like season three, part one, and season three, part two, because they farmed it out to like a sweatshop. Uh... Yeah, that's an animation it, I, studio to finish it up. Yeah. That's it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be completely surprised if it was just 
one and done season because the way that Pokemon dust off, they're like, we're not going to keep doing this. This is, you guys got a season, yeah. leave us alone. So that'll be cool. Uh, leave us be. Yeah. Uh, Zacian, Zacian. We let Ash retire. We let Ash retire. Oh, yeah. So that anime is still going to come out with the new characters. So that's dope. Um, the legendary dog from Sword and Shield, the one with the sword in its mouth, is coming to Pokemon Unite. Cool. Oh. Uh, and a special item is coming out. Uh, Cafe Remix is adding the starters from the new game. And now- I did get a notification that uh, Cafe Remix was uh, had a had an update, and then when I looked at it, it was the weed cat and the pompadour duck yep. and the third one. Yeah, Sprigatito, Quaxley, and Fuecoco. Uh Fire Crocodile. Fue Coco. Uh, and also an outfit for Chef Greninja, which we've all been waiting for. Uh, updates to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, new Pokemon coming out. They have something called, what are they called? Paradox Pokemon that are like from a timeline difference or something. I didn't play that game, but you know, DLC for their recent game is probably a good thing. So, uh, that's updates. Yeah, it means they're still thinking about it. Yeah. And I don't think the game was like, it needed bug fixes. It wasn't like it shipped bad or something. Yeah, it didn't sh- ship lacking content from what I could tell, so it's not like they need to add DLC just to make it good. But yeah. This wasn't a cyberpunk situation. I th- uh, cyber- Has anything ever I'm been as to... bad as a cyberpunk 2077? Uh, not, qu- mm, not that people were looking forward to, no. Cyberpunk had a lot of things that it just didn't work right, um, and the game wasn't as good as people thought it would be. Um, which is not to say that it wasn't feature complete. It just wasn't as feature rich as people were thinking it was. But um, nothing stands up to the granddaddy of No Man's Sky. That was that worked fine actually. I don't recall that game being broken. It was just a bad game uh, by a lot of yep. people's standards because there just wasn't enough to do based on what the promises were. But they've been updating it over like the last. Wasn't it the like the very 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 open world where you could go to like any sing- any planet and. Yep. colonize it but it was like cool i can go to any planet that's so many planets what can i do on the planet yeah, and it wasn't really much else to do but like get enough fuel and resources to go to the next one but they've added a lot of content people are like yo this game's actually amazing now if you would have shipped it now uh with all the promises that you made it would have been one of the best games of all time at the time been so, like gotty easy yeah easy, easily easy. um cyberpunk i think was a little bit of that and a little bit of it just didn't work. So if you combine No Man's Sky with uh, Sonic 06, you get Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you could complete Sonic 06 without falling through the floor all the time. Just it was hard to do. Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and then cool, 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 cool. we got a little bit of news today. You want to tell us some uh, role-playing game uh, news? Yeah, so uh, announcement uh, just dropped that uh, the next season of Dimension 20, which is uh, Dropout's uh, actual play podcast, um, which is coming in May, is going to be DM'd by guest DM Matthew Mercer of Critical Role fame, amongst other things. Cole Cassidy fame, amongst other things. <laughs> uh, Yusuke Kitago uh, from uh, yeah. Episode 5. It's, uh, whatchamacall, it's, uh, the most, like, Marvel eat your heart out. This is the most ambitious crossover that's ever happened. Uh, we don't know who the players will be yet. Presumably Brennan will be in the, like, the playing cast, which he often is when he is not the DM. Uh, but, I don't know, I haven't, I, I need to catch up on Dimension 20 because A Crown of Candy, uh, which was their, like, kind of Game of Thrones Candyland spoof 
uh, season really took it out of me because, like, Brennan was intentionally playing as, like, not a fan of the players kind of thing. Like, you know, like, typically when you are a DM, you want to, like, like, in, like, not always take the worst faith interpretation of things, but because it was Game of thrones it was like, oh, well, sucks to suck. Like, gotcha. Okay. Time to get stabbed in this big reveal uh, kind of thing. Uh, but also, and also they were like two and a half hour long episodes. And babe, that just, but like video episodes and not podcast episodes. And that just, that just stresses me out. It takes me like a day and a half to get through a, a two-hour friend of the table episode sometimes uh <laughs> and that's just in my ears that's just a soundscape so i theoretically could like put it on in another tab while i'm working and listen to it instead of the instead of podcast but it just i would like to watch it in its in its desired format but i'm also bad at watching things especially long long things so I'll get there eventually, but I am excited to see what happens. I'm not as familiar with uh, Matt's DMing style as I am with some of the other various actual play people. Um, but I know that he, I know he's like Brennan in that he has a very kind of uh, encyclopedic knowledge of gameplay rules. <laughs> um. But I don't necessarily, like, because, like, the different shows that I listen to, you know, like, they play, sometimes play fast and loose with the rules in, in favor of the story or in favor of the, like, the bit. Um, like, because ultimately they're trying to tell a funny story for podcast listens. Um, yeah, just from the uh, episodes of uh, um, Actually that I've heard where Matt's on, uh, I feel like... Him and Brandon have a very similar sort of... I've seen clips of them just chit-chatting. They have very good, uh-huh. similar energy of... You know how to make people... Like, make fun for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems, like, to, seems to be good. Yeah, it was very interesting, actually. Brandon DM'd a live episode of The Adventure Zone recently. And I've been, like... Don't tell Eric, but I have been listening to it again. <laughs> um, he might find out. <laughs> He might find out, but I haven't been listening to it again. But um, they did a live episode where Brennan DMs, and it was just like neither, like neither, like the McElroys are funny and Brennan is funny, but they play very like the McElroys will stop for the joke anytime the joke is available. <laughs> like anytime there is a joke to be stopped for, they will stop. And so, like poor Brennan trying to like run a slightly like just a campaign that had forward momentum for them over the course of the episode i was like oh there's just like a slight underbelly of cringe here that i wish did not uh did not come to me it's a dark hour but it is tricky when you have like a different style as somebody else you know especially that family energy where it's we think this is funny but maybe other people might not as much (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like what works, even what works with four, like four people bouncing off of each other who know each other very well, might not work with five people who know each other in a slightly different way. Like, yeah, you can, yeah, it's you can definitely feel that when you're doing DMing or just even talking with any group of people, 
Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like the first time you play Quiplash with a new group of people. And you're like, Yeah, like Cards Against Humanity, and you kind of have to feel out what the vibe of the group is. Yeah, and it's... Quiplash, I don't mind as much. Everyone has different senses of humor. But I'm part of the, you know... I don't know if it's growing as much anymore, but it was that growing, like, backlash against Cards Against Humanity, where it's like, hey, this actually isn't that funny. It's not even that offensive. It's, it's just funny. Not... It's just an excuse to say racist, racist yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's... With that is, like... The worst thing is when you're when you would be playing Cards Against Humanity with a group of people who wasn't really about that life. So you're like, oh, here's like a gross sex joke you can make, right? And you're like, well, this is the game we're playing. I'm going to lay it down. And the group doesn't laugh at that, but they laugh at something that's like sort of like mundane. And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. why don't we play something else? Because I'm not sure why you guys have this game if you don't have the sense of humor that would support a game like this. Um, yeah, it's like, if you're n- if not going to be crass about this, then why did you buy the crass game? Yeah. That w- th- th- like, I, buy I, apples to apples, my man. Yeah. Like, that's what this is. Yeah, that would probably be better, because we would all know that, uh, to be on the same page of answer these questions correctly instead of, like, humorously. That's just me. That's a little thing I've had in my back pocket for a while. Uh little chip. Yeah. little chip on the shoulder there. No. Nothing wrong with that. Ugh. Sometimes you chip. Yeah. You know, D&D, just like uh, Cars Against Humanity and Quiplash, that, that's, you've heard it here first, folks. You've heard it here first. They're the same. That's the power of Jackbox. Okay. So I think that's uh, all of our real news, um, unless you have other things to say about actual play. Um, no, I'm good on actual play. I, okay, uh, cool. I just, uh, you know, just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was interesting. It is. Uh, yeah, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. And we have one final topic that I think we'll be at a... <sighs> Let's see how long this goes because we could round out another hour with this or we could be done pretty quickly. Uh, but you brought a to- another topic to the table. Big big Steph week, actually. Yeah, you know, uh, we yesterday when we were going to record and then we didn't, it was like, oh, do we have topics? For, to record with and we were like oh we don't have any topics i should think of some topics to record with and you know i didn't see quantumania i had tickets to see quantumania and then me and my roommate looked at each other and we thought we can see it when it's streaming <laughs> and we didn't go see quantumania so um, why not but apparently ant-man 3 quantumania blows that's like and you know Especially, to me, you can tell especially that it blows if Gail Simone writes a defensive thread about what she liked about it, because she loves to see the, uh... She's an optimist. She likes to talk about the things that she liked about a movie. But usually when she does one, it's because it's something like, uh... I don't know, like, what was what's the John Cena Peacemaker or whatever? Uh, yeah, I think that was the show Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah, just, like, stuff like that, or, like, Justice League 2, or not Justice League 2, uh, Suicide Squad 2, like, things like that, 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 like, she'll do, like, a really earnest thread about, like, the things she liked about them, and to me, that often means this wasn't a very good movie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she's trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I have not heard from anyone else positive things about this Ant-Man film. Yeah, I'm curious about the... Yeah. But, uh, Who's going Gelsen- to see this is what I want to know. Just I guess Marvel just like fans. the regular market. Uh, either, yeah, super fans or just people who just randomly go see a movie and saw that Paul Rudd was in a movie and like, oh yeah, I like Marvel movies. I'm like, oh yeah, I like those superhero flicks. Um, yeah, I, I've just seen a lot of weird discussions about it. No one really talking about the plot. 
Um, a lot of people upset about the way Modoc looks, and a lot of people trying to defend it, and a lot of people not like a lot of bad faith conversations. I think about a stupid character like Modoc. on the internet. Yeah, just like some people are like, no, Modoc's supposed to be goofy. How could you make him look good? And people are like, he's supposed to look goofy, but not like this. And I'm like. I- they're not that goofy. I'm like, yeah, it does look... This is too goof. Yeah, and they said, oh, he just looks like a bad, uh, you know, like a Spy Kids effect. And I'm like, I don't I don't care that much. Like, that, that's a bad execution. Oh, I did see the Spy Kids. I did see the Spy Kids, uh, whatchamacall, comparison. I did not realize it was from Ant-Man at the yeah, time. It's from, yeah, it's from Ant-Man. And, and I, I don't disagree with that. But I think it was like, that's a bad idea. That wasn't because the effects team was overworked, because... If it is just, hey, we just superimposed this guy's head on a shape, more time wouldn't have fixed that particular bad idea. Um, uh-huh. You know, I know the animators over at the MCU are overworked and underpaid, but I don't think that's why this effect looks like that, which, you know. Because of that one. Yeah. Bad concepts are the, those can't be fixed with time. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know why people are so bent out of shape about it. I don't know if Modoc was anyone's favorite character, except maybe Patton Oswald because he played him in the show. So he probably likes the yeah. character, but like, probably has some uh, some affection there. Yeah, but I don't even think he would get that mad. But yeah, I I think the uh, with this movie not being particularly exciting to a lot of people, um, seems like the Marvel I feel like this blowback is, people's, is like take a break movie for people or for the studio. Like, well, for Marvel or for Marvel fans, I mean, like for me, like I was like, uh. I still haven't actually seen any of the other Ant-Man movies. I watched Doctor Strange before, like, right before Doc- I saw Doctor Strange 2, but, like, was not seeing Doctor Strange 2 for Doctor Strange either, you know? Like... Yeah, we're kind of in this weird uh, spot where it seems like Doctor Strange was really like, well, hey, you're mostly here to see, like, what Wanda's gonna do in maybe America, Chavez. And then even the new Spider-Man was like, well, you're really here to see Toby and Andrew really um yeah it seems like these movies are like you're just waiting for the big the big like reveal moment you know like you're not necessarily well yeah i'd say for for no way here for the whole movie it's if a spider-man one yeah but for multiverse of madness or whatever the doctor strange one was it's like i think people went there to see wanda like i don't think that was supposed to be a reveal or a spoiler to see wanda and to see the uh like the the various crossover reveals yeah that occurred and for this Ant-Man movie, I felt like people were just seeing, I mean, they like, people like Paul Rudd, but I think they were going to go see Kang. Yeah. Like, I think they went to see Jonathan Majors put on a yeah, performance. Yeah, if I was going to do anything, I wanted to see Jonathan Majors and fucking I, hamming it up. I don't think that's a great way to make movies. <laughs> like, if people aren't there for the character no. of the movies, or if, if the movie's not even about that character, really, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, frankly, that's bad. Yeah, and I've, I've seen a lot of takes, like Marvel Defenders, like, taking it too far. Um, not like harassing people or anything, but just having these takes that are really silly, in my opinion. Uh, like, I saw a TikTok mm-hmm. this guy was saying, to all the Marvel fans are saying, yeah, I think I'm going to take a break. Good. You were bringing the mood down. Like, go watch something else. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to die on the MCU hill, my man. He's like, uh, he said like, there's, yeah, like... there's like three people who were not, like three, there were three kind of people who are saying this. Uh, number one, the bigots who just call it the MCU now. You guys can go because we don't want bigots in our fandom. We're like, okay, good first point. No, no, no notes. That's fine. We don't want bigots there. He's like number two, people that are. That's uh, so embarrassing. People say that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like a thing online with like shitty circles. People are so cringe. Yeah, it's not the majority of people. The majority of people who stop watching Marvel oh, no, movies just course. don't care anymore. Um, the other group of people we said are the group of just you just want to go see them because everyone saw them. Like maybe you saw Endgame and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think those people are really MCU fans, yeah, and I don't like think they when would. There make... was the experience. Yeah, like... I don't think they were making a point about not watching the movies anymore. And then I forget what the other group was. Um, but it was basically just like, it just kind of came off as gatekeepy or telling the bigots to fuck mm-hmm. off, which is good. I'm like, nah, man, I just watched a few of these movies and I just kind of got tired of it. It was like, hey, I'm just going to do something else. Um, yeah, like there, it, are, there are more movie like putting together a Lord of the Rings marathon is exhausting as a 32-year-old, and that's only 12 hours of movies. You're expecting me to be conversant in, like, five human days of my life worth of movies just to know what's going on in the next thing? And I think... I I think it's the shows that kind of got that for me. Mm Because I didn't watch any of the Ant-Man movies because I just didn't care. Um, I didn't watch the first Doctor Strange movie because... um, I didn't like Doctor Strange because I played Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and he annoyed me. Uh, it was nothing about the character. I had no problem with the character. Um, LMFAO. I didn't watch it because it was whitewashy. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was there too, but, you know. Um, I didn't Yeah, I didn't see a lot of the movies. I didn't see the first two Thor movies, but I watched the third one, didn't care. I just watched whatever I liked. I was like, I know what's going on. I can look it up, but people are like, we gotta watch this to know we'll what's going on. Out. I'm like, do I... I don't think I gotta watch but all this. Is it that complex? It's, it's not that hard. And people are like, well, you gotta watch Captain Marvel to know what's gonna happen in Endgame. Like, it's gonna be really weird when this character just shows up out of nowhere, right? I'm like, hmm. I, I, I guess maybe if these were comic books and we didn't have big fandoms, but I know who Carol Danvers is and I know who Brie Larson is. So when she says them at the beginning of Endgame, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Captain Marvel. Cool. It wasn't hard to figure out. And even then, it, it's not like she got a distress call. It's not like it made sense why she was there to begin with. She was just flying through space and found Tony. Um, so I, I quickly put the pieces together. Um, then I watched you're very, this. You're very sharp that way. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a real brain genius. Um, but then by the time I got to the shows, watched WandaVision. Loved it. Kept uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Loved it problematic looking back on it but you know i like bucky and uh and, and falcon uh they're they're cool guys uh watched loki liked it then what if i'm like i think i'm done with this marvel project man this just starting to feel like homework in a not fun way uh-huh and yeah I, that's a big that's a big vibe I, I i think that's i think that's fine if people aren't investing all of their energy into something because like I get it. I know what's going on. <laughs> They're jumping through the multiverse. I don't need to see every little bit they do. Tell me when it starts to matter. Yeah, like man, it's like yeah, a multiverse. We're we're we are we know what that is. We have been operating with the understanding for many years. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but it's just like I, the characters are the last ones to know, right? And I don't know. I, I, there's something just about. Hmm. I don't feel that I'm oversaturated with superhero shit. I don't think anyone really is. People might say superhero fatigue, but I think it's just, like, Marvel. I think it's specifically Marvel fatigue in the same way that it's become... Comic books movies have become the same thing that comic books used to be, where it was, like, such an enormous backlog of content as a barrier to entry. Yep. And then the DC movies are trying to do that, but they're just not putting out 
to kind of stuff. Like, I just don't want to see those movies. I don't feel like yeah, they're Yeah, I just don't have any interest in seeing them. Yeah. Um, but then, keeping up with My Hero Academia, that superhero stuff, love it. Watch the first season of Invincible. I'll be ready when the second one comes out. People love the boys. They're not complaining about that. Um, and those are three completely different takes on superheroes. So I'm like, I think it's just like these, it's the MCU DC stuff that people are getting kind of bored with. Um, cause MCU is just putting out boilerplate stuff. DC is very hit or miss with its quality. Yeah. And that's what the problem is that the DC or the Marvel problem to some extent is that every time someone makes a pretty good movie, they're like, come back to the next movie. And then the next movie they make is bad because the next movie is like Marvel template storytelling and not the fun thing that the, per- the person did before now what about wakanda forever i heard that was actually pretty okay wakanda forever was actually pretty good but it wasn't trying to like it really wasn't trying to grab any other part of the marvel story it was just telling I, like obviously like namor is there but like the riri's there right like and riri's there too yeah but it's not like like, Ant-Man isn't there, just randomly. You know, like, there isn't, like, a weird crossover element that just feels like, like, oh, you're just doing this so that we feel like we have to watch the other thing. Like, it felt, again, like they were trying to tell a cohesive story about a select group of people. Okay. Yeah. Which the, I don't feel. Yeah, the first one kind of felt like that, too. Like, Killmonger, uh, not Killmonger, he was there. The um, Claw was there. But I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, a guy trying to find some metal from Wakanda he, who knew about it from before is trying to go there. Yeah, if, if you wouldn't have introduced him in Ultron, I don't think we would have lost anything great there. And everybody else in that, like, they kind of started, uh... Oh, you know what? There was the only person who was in, uh, the only person that felt like a nod to the larger oh, universe yeah. was Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character. Yeah, that's right. I saw, yeah. Who turns out to be married to Martin Freeman. Which, that's odd, right? That's a weird thing to just randomly bring up. Like, <laughs> Well, they're divorced, I think. Okay. Even, st- like, yeah. I saw, I mean, all I've seen was the Honest trailer on it, which are kind of humorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not taking money out of the MCU's mouth. I wasn't going to go see that movie. And I really wanted to see, you know, it's, it's like, man, I want to see Black Panther and support all that. But I'm like, I can't, I can't go to the theater, man. I can't do this. And people are like, it's streaming. I'm like, yeah, but I got... I can't with this Marvel stuff anymore, man. Like, I, I have a feeling I know how the movie's going to play out, and I don't know if I want to do this again. Um, which makes me sad, because I have fond memories of the first one. Uh, but I don't know. I just think there's a lot of staleness going on right now, and I don't know if there's a greater discussion to be had. Um, people seem to be upset about the quote-unquote Marvelfication of, like, dialogue and stuff. But I think the only thing that Marvel, the MCU does differently than other things is, what, how to put it, like, the self-aware stuff seems to be not confident in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's like, oh, we're trying to be edgy, oh, but we're just still staying on the Disney side of, like, winking at it and not actually doing the thing. Yeah. Well, I remember, I don't remember which X-Men movie it was, um, but there was... I for I forget all like who said what I think it was, I think it was Wolverine and Cyclops were talking, and I believe that Cyclops said, "Ah oh, man, are these the best uniforms we could get?" And then Wolverine says, "What would you prefer, yellow spandex?" And the audience is like, "Yes, I would prefer if you wore the costume that you got famous and that yeah. made me want to come <laughs> see this movie, Wolverine. I would love to see you wear the little 
V-shaped Wolverine visor mask thing. Like, that would actually be way better than what you're doing now. Um, And that was far before there was an MCU, so it's not like those jokes are new. But there's something about them that feels insincere. Mm -hmm. The way that, like... Like, when people make fun of the M- like, when people make fun of millennials for saying, wow, that just happened, it's like, yeah, we're cringe, but we're not, tr- we're not trying to not be, we're like, you know what, we're just getting yeah, old. Yeah, we're just old- leaning into it. Yeah, sometimes old people are cringe, you know, that's, that was one of our jokes, but when the MCU does it, it's like, are you trying to hello fellow kids adults, or, yeah. like, are, what are, you, are, are you trying to be edgy, but the same way that, like you said, Disney Channel would be? Like, well, we want to say, uh-huh. we want to say shit. But we can only really get away with saying poop and crap. But we can say crap because that's almost edgy, right? You can say shiitake mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like they didn't spy kids. Like they didn't spy kids. <laughs> Are we going to go for the spy kids hat trick? Let's see what happens. The spy kids hat trick. But, yeah, I don't know. I Let's just... zoom real close into it like that gif of Carlos. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. Is it Carlos? Uh, what from? Oh, with the with the little um, yeah, with the all the little guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was What's the... my man's name? I cannot remember. Let's see. Well, I have the actor's name. That's not helping me though. Got us. That's not. He's married to someone famous. Yeah, though. it's a weird. Megan Trainer. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so weird. Uh, Judy, Judy. Yeah, Judy His Cortez, name's Judy yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Cortez. That's where I was getting something that was like. With a hard C sound. Nah. Which... Junie, Junie, Junie. Junie Cortez married to Megan Trainer. Wild. Wild stuff out here. Well, his name's Daryl Sabara, but, you know, we could just call him the kid from Spy mm-hmm. Kids. Uh, you know. You, we know. His glasses said Spy, dude. What a, what a, what a set of movies that was, right? So <laughs> What a series of films. You know what the Spy Kids movies are? And I wish we had more of this. They were PS2 movies, is what I like to, is, is what we should call those. Like, oh yeah. Just, you know what? Somebody wanted to make a thing, and they said, you know what? I have a certain amount of budget and a certain type of skill, and I'm just going to do the thing, whether it's good or not. And a lot of people were like, man, this isn't the best thing ever, but golly, do I like it. Enough that you're going to get several sequels and franchises. And I missed that when someone would make <laughs> a game just called... Ape Escape. What's Ape Escape about? Well, there's these monkeys, right? You're a gorilla, and you're trying to get away from something. <laughs> did you ever play Ape Escape? I never did. Okay, I was like, that's not the plot of Ape Escape. Uh, it's, How did I guess wrong? You guessed, well... It's called Ape Escape! Yeah, the apes escaped, and you need to go get them. <laughs> oh, I thought, okay, yeah. it's not POV Ape, it's yeah, P- POV Scientist? Uh, I think, yeah, Scientist loses a bunch of, like, little monkeys with little hats that... The little foil. They seem like they're mind control hats, but they don't seem to be doing anything. I think that's just a design aesthetic because it was the PlayStation days. Or, hey, um, what if you were uh, a kid, right? But your dad was like the king of the cosmos and he fucked up. So you got to roll shit around and make new stars. It's like, are people going to like that? I don't know who gives a shit. And then people loved it. And now it's a franchise. (laughs) I wish we yeah, had you more just gotta throw things at the wall so they stick sometimes. Yeah, and just, you know, I wish... I say that about books, too. Sometimes you need to just, like, publish a fun series of fun books and let's let them go until they catch on, and that works. Yeah. If you put the backing behind it. Yeah, everything doesn't have to be the next XYZ. It can just be something that stands on its own. 
B games, like yeah, really, you know it's it's we're in a rough spot because games when they start they need to start getting away from trying to be like movies because um, I think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to copy the calling them B games like B movies, but calling them double A games is what a lot of people do, but it sounds ridiculous. Um, because they just call everything, it's either AAA or indie, and some people are like, well, what about these new PS5? Should these be quad A? Why are we counting? Yeah, it's like, why are we counting A's if there's, if it's a binary, like? Yeah, I think, I think AAA was, I don't think that was even in relation to anything. What's less than binary? Uni? Unitary? Yeah, I think it was just, you know what, these are so good, they're AAA. Like beef, I guess. Um, it's like, this is the top of the top. They're like triple a. a. It's like, well, what if they're not that? Then they're not. They're just not. Like a, <laughs> like a, like a football team? Like a, uh, like a college sports team? I, I mean, yes, but I don't actually know what triple A, because all it's given me is it's like the about, triple A organization. That's about the size of, it's about the size of your school. Oh yeah, that was for like PIAA. I didn't know if that was a thing in the whole country. Uh, oh yeah, because I think all the big football teams are like a, a certain level of A. Um, that's in high school. I think that's division when you get to college. Okay, but it is it is like it's still ranked on like a scale. Like it's yeah, not division one, it's D2, like division D3. one, two, three. Yeah. yeah, like it's not just like big school indie. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I think this just comes from. The rest, of, like, things will be measured, like, credit rating, bond ratings, that kind of thing. We'll probably rate you from F to A. And then, in anime, mm-hmm. you start getting S's. In America, I guess yeah. we start adding A's to it. And somebody one day said, video games that are so good should be triple A. And what if they're not that good? Then they're just not triple A. I think is kind of what people <laughs> said. Um, and then we added... Great the- conversation. Thanks for-, Thanks for having a conversation. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. So, um... So I guess double A is when you're like your like your Sonic the Hedgehogs that should be triple A but they're shittier. Uh, mm-hmm. Things that are above indie stuff like that. So Ratchet and Clanks. Yeah, Jack and Daxters. You know, I don't think there really was triple A back in the PS2 era. Now that you're saying it that way, because they seem like random ass. Because those are like Naughty Dog and Insomniac. Like I know, right? Today, those are like, like huge developers now. <laughs> like oh yeah, like. Who made... Wait, was Jack and Daxter Naughty Dog? Yeah, because it has Jack X. Yeah, so they made Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter, The, the Last of Us, and, or Uncharted and stuff. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank, Insomniac. Now they make, like, the giant Spider-Man game. I just want little cartoons back, man. I want to jump on stuff. Some and... goofball platformers again. Yeah, that's that's Give what I Give me an extremely silly plot that is barely held together with string. That's where we gotta go, I just go want indie. to go around and headbutt things. Well, you should. You, have you played a hat in time? No. It is. Uh, I have only played Mario Hat. Yeah. So. Hat in time is Kirby. No, a hat in time is just. It's, that's the name of the franchise. It's a. Uh, oh, okay. It's about this little girl that's like has a magician hat, and she, I think she can do like the. I can't remember. I think she can do the hat thing that Mario does, where she throws it and jumps on it. Um, but she uh-huh. basically goes world to world and gets these little clock things instead of stars. It's basically. Like Mario sixty four, uh, nice. You can get it on nice Switch. Nice. I recommend. I played like the first half of it and just kind of started doing other stuff. Uh, but it's I feel re- like that sometimes. Yeah, it's a really good game, and the mascot is uh, she's very adorable. Um, and I think having an adorable or cool mascot Aww, is the way you need to go. 
And uh, her name Big. is just Hat Kid. <laughs> Hat Kid. Yeah, they're like, we don't need it. We don't need to make it more complicated than that. So, and there's some banger ass music. So, well, that's our gaming section. We did movies and games. I think that might be. I think that might be our yeah. whole section. I think that's the whole thing. We did a. We did a. I don't have a joke to follow up like saying whole section. I was gonna say semi. I don't know. Uh, we did it. Oh no! I thought you were gonna say. No, we don't do a whole section on this show. No. <laughs> I was like, that's no, was, inappropriate. No, I was going to do like a fraction joke, but it, it, it never came out. Um, it's all right. I'll do the ads. I'll do the the various advertisements of our products and services if you would like me to do that. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Cool. So uh, if you want to be cool, uh, you can find us all over the internet. You can follow us anywhere uh that we are, uh, for example, twitter.com at character rev, facebook.com, uh, by searching for character reveal. We are also character reveal on Instagram. We are in your browser of choice, uh, at character reveal.simplecast.com. Um, you know, a lot of people like Google Chrome, but I'm a fan of Firefox because they don't sell your data, um, or use your data. Anyway, uh, also, I'm just an old man. Uh, I like Firefox back in the day. Anyway, uh, you can also listen to the podcast on your po- on your phone. That might be what you're doing. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, wherever else you find your podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Um, and, you know, uh, if you like us a lot, you could leave us a rating or a review or shoot us a nice email at characterreveal.gmail.com. Or you could become a Patreon backer uh, for a dollar or more per month. Or you could buy coffee, like we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. We mentioned it before, and we're going to mention it again. Grinding Coffee Company, our gracious sponsor, they they're, they're great. Um, they have lots of good flavors, lots of good coffee, and you should order some. It's great for a gift. It's great for yourself. It's great just to have because I had some today. Oh, it's good stuff, right? Do, it was tasty. What I have the Yo. gay agenda blend. What's it? Uh, what's it taste like? It has uh, fruit, caramel, and honey in it. It Ooh. is yummy. Fruit, caramel, and honey. Well, that that is quite the agenda. Is that, is there like a joke? Uh, fruit. No, um, no. I mean except maybe there. the fruit thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing. It's a little sweet. <laughs> nothing really there, but it's got yeah. It's a little sweet, little uh, little strong. Quite tasty. Good, good. So you can get on the tasty train yourself. Actually, um, go check out their website. Um, or follow the link in our description and use offer code character reveal for 10% off your order. Helps us, helps them, helps you. It's, it's a triple win. And who wouldn't want to help out a uh, black-owned, uh, women-led, LGBTQ-plus-owned online coffee shop? I sure as heck do, so you should too. So check them out. It's a grinding coffee company. It'll get you going. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, right, that's, so uh, that's a podcast, Steph. Listeners, We friends, done did a podcast. We did it. It's... I mean, that's it. That's showbiz. Uh, I don't have a real that's good outro. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> exactly. You know, if we don't end it, I'm going to ramble. So, listeners, thanks so much for joining us for another episode. And hopefully uh, we'll see you sooner than later. And until next time, see you later. Bye.